You first come to me on the night that people burn just before dawn. I know you chose this night out of spite. It is to remind me of you in the most brutal way. Years have gone by, and I don't dream about you anymore. I don't look at your pictures. I don't say your name. I sometimes pretend that you never happened. That is why I am still here, an old man pushing through his eightieth year. Not thinking of you is essential. That is why I have survived. I wake up coughing like I usually do, but this time I can feel ash in my mouth, smoke in my hair. A little trick of yours, I assume. Every part of me aches just like it has been aching for the past ten years. I grab the handrails at the side of my bed and heave myself up. I groan at the pain in my left leg and attempt to straighten it. Slowly, the stiffness wanes and I sigh with relief. That is when I see your small frame standing by the window, a giggle escaping your lips. I blink and you disappear. The edge of the curtain moves from where your hands touched it. I rub my eyes violently. I need to see what I am up against, but you are so quick. You always were. I pull the covers around me for security. My trembling fingers reach out for my glasses. I put them on and check again with clearer vision. There is nothing there. But I stay still, eyes darting around the room, just in case you decide to come back. I need to be sure. It is two o'clock in the morning, and the night is warm. Prayer and solitude beckon me out of bed. That is all I have, after all. Prayer and solitude, and bucket loads of peace. So much peace. My toes inch towards my old slippers. They need replacing. I moan at the sharp pain in my knees as I stand, stumbling to the bathroom. I hold on to doors and walls as I pass by. I splash cold water over my face, rinse my mouth three times, let water trickle down my elbows. Two fingers pass over the curve of my skull. The tufts of white hair flatten against my head, the paper-thin skin. I step into the bath, and splash water over my feet. Why can I still hear a child laughing? I shake my head, hoping the sound will disappear. I potter down the stairs and switch on the lamp in the living room. Glancing through the net curtains, I notice all the lights brightening up the street. It is not usually like this at two in the morning, but Ramadan ensures that everyone is up for the pre-dawn meal. My prayer mat is in its usual place. So is my foldable stool. I place it at the foot of the mat 
and sit down. Relief spreading through me as it takes my weight. Gone are the days where I can pray an entire namaz standing up. Gone are the days where I can prostrate myself and let my head touch the floor. Fajr prayers are short, so I am done ten minutes later. By now, I am wide awake, but comforted by the fact that for this month only, everyone, the young and the old, are doing the same thing as me. I switch on the television to listen to a Quran recitation or watch a charity appeal. It normally stays on in the background whilst I make a cup of tea. I want to be awake with the rest of the world.